0: SECTION 18 OF GOOD MORNING, BOYS AND GIRLS, BY REV. THOMAS J. HOSTIE. THIS LibriVox RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC domain. RECORDING BY MARIA THERESE. DOUBTING THOMAS GOOD MORNING, BOYS AND GIRLS. AFTER LISTENING TO THE READING OF THIS MORNING'S GOSPEL, I'll bet some of you think that the Apostle Thomas was a sort of dope. That isn't fair to the memory of one of the great saints of the Catholic Church. And, view of the fact that I received the name of Thomas when I was baptized, I think I owe it to him to put a clear idea in your mind of the man who has gone down in history with the sad nickname of Doubting Thomas. When our Lord appeared for the first time after his resurrection to all his apostles in the room where they had eaten the Last Supper, Thomas was not there. Probably he was busy buying food or something else for the crowd. Our Lord knew that Thomas was not there, and so we can be sure that he must have had a special reason for coming when Thomas was absent." Why our Lord picked Thomas to be the object of the lesson of faith that he was going to teach is something we will not know until we have a chance to ask our Lord himself in heaven. But put yourself in Thomas's position. He comes back to the supper room, and all the other apostles are shouting that they have seen our blessed Lord. Remember, all of those apostles, with the single exception of John, had deserted our Lord when he was taken to Calvary. Peter, the leader of the apostles, had denied three times that he even knew Christ. Thomas wanted to believe that Christ had risen from the dead just as much as any of the other apostles did, but he felt the same way you or I would have felt. I'm not going to believe anything so important unless I see it with my own eyes. In fact, Thomas even went a step further. He said, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and place my finger in the place of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. What's so terrible about that statement? Can you blame a man for wanting to be absolutely certain about one of the most important things that ever happened? I don't know about you, but I'm sure glad that Thomas did doubt the way he did, because it led our Lord to give us a proof of his rising from the dead, which I shall never forget. You know it's possible, in fact, some people have even claimed it, that if Thomas hadn't had a chance to do what he did, many people might suspect that the Apostles only imagined they saw Christ. They didn't lie about seeing him. But they wanted to see him so badly that they thought they actually did see him. Thank God, Thomas asked for a proof that answered that objection. Eight days after his first appearance to the apostles, Christ came to his apostles again, and this time Thomas was in the room with all the others. After greeting the whole group with the simple words, Peace be to you, Christ turned to Thomas and said, Bring your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand here and put it into my side and be not unbelieving, but believing. Without a second's hesitation, Thomas answered, My Lord and my God. Our Lord didn't start to give him a long lecture or a bawling out. All he said was, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they who have not seen and yet have believed. When our Lord spoke those words, he certainly had you and me in mind, Looking far into the future, which would cover thousands of years from that moment until the end of the world, Christ knew there would be millions of people, like you and me, who would never have the chance to see him face to face until judgment day. Yet he knew that we were going to be asked to believe in him. More than that, he knew that he was going to insist that we would believe in him, for he told his apostles, in sending him out to convert the whole world, he who does not believe in me will be condemned. Boys and girls, Because Thomas insisted on such a striking proof of the resurrection of our Lord from the dead, you and I should find it easy to believe that Jesus Christ is God, because he kept his word by rising from the dead. I only hope that we can practice our faith one hundredth as well as Thomas did. After Thomas believed in our Lord's resurrection, there was no holding him. He worked himself to death in his effort to tell other people the wonderful news that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, and that if they believed in him and lived up to his teachings, they would rise from the dead as he did, and Thomas finished his own life in a blaze of glory and faith by dying a martyr's death. Every time you are at mass from now on, I want you to remember Saint Thomas at the consecration of the mass, when the priest lifts up the sacred host and the chalice containing our Lord's precious blood for you to look at. Take a good look at the host and at the chalice, which both contain our Lord whole and entire, and before you bow your head, repeat the beautiful words of Saint Thomas. My Lord and my God. When you say this, you will become one of those very persons to whom our Lord was referring, when he said Blessed are they who have not seen and yet have believed. Section eighteen